what is going on everybody welcome to the chat i am nico with enter the chat gaming on the end of the chat podcast joining me is my co-host rico hola and finally finally we have toby on camera he's been in like one video outside of this he was in the elder scrolls online the next gen upgrade video he played with me and we have another video coming soon that he's going to be in but he is finally here he's finally here toby you'd like to introduce yourself well howdy i'm toby <laughs> beautiful beautiful perfect round of applause i feel like applause. i feel like i've known him my whole life <laughs> well <laughs> well i mean i have okay so we've got a series of questions I, we went over them in the first episode of the podcast what are we on is this episode four this is yeah, like, it's episode yeah four. like four or five. <laughs> oh my god i listened to three last night so yeah it's four okay so episode there four we, we did this way back in episode one it feels like we've been doing this a lot longer, but it's only four episodes. But, yeah. <laughs> so, first off, how long you been gaming? Uh, since I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> what was your first console? A GameCube. What's your favorite platform to play on right now? Right now is my Xbox S because of the Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, gotta love it. Gotta love the Game Pass. I, I have to, before we go on, Rico said I'm turned into a slight X bot. I'm turned into like a fanboy a little bit the more I play. A little bit. And like, I mean, you, you do talk about it a lot. It's hard not to. There's so many games Dude. to play. <laughs> Dude, I like, I've, I've seen you like in like two or three videos wearing that same Xbox Katora t shirt now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta understand, I record multiple videos all in one day. But, anyways, back to Toby. What's your favorite game genre? Uh, probably just RPG. RPGs? Okay. Favorite game of all time to wrap it up. Ooh. Yeah, that's a tough one. It always is. It always is. Um, I mean, I'd probably have to give it to Skyrim just for the sheer amount of hours I've put in on I was gonna so say, many different consoles. I, I was like, I put, the I amount of times how many I put in on PS3. <laughs> I bought it on PC and downloaded how many mods and played over 400 hours worth of it. And then I had it on PS4 and played I don't know how many hours. I had it on Switch for a little bit. Like, I mean, it has to be, right? I was going to say, you the amount of time I've seen you replay that game, I w yeah, I would say I could have probably just guessed that. I mean, there's definitely enough replay value to warrant it. Like, a bunch of different playthroughs, try different builds and everything like that. Indeed, indeed. But now that that's out of the way, a little housekeeping. We are the end of the Chat Gaming Podcast. We are on podcast services. We're still not on Apple Podcast. I don't know what the hell is up with that. I don't know. Because we hate fruit. We're on everything else. We're on, like, Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on a bunch of other ones. I don't even know the names of them because they're so obscure. But the two big ones there, we're on Spotify and uh google podcast we're on and then we also have the video format on youtube for everybody to check out this week on the end of the chat youtube channel we had the psychonauts vid that i did talking about why you should be excited for psychonauts too because psychonauts is freaking awesome uh last week's episode of the podcast which went up a day late because of the holiday last weekend where we went over the history of gaming and then Rico covered the PlayStation Plus games for July. I reviewed Space Jam A New Legacy, the game, which is not a basketball game, believe it or not. <laughs> and, and then Tony and I also have a video going up that is covering Second Extinction on Xbox Game Pass. That is all that has happened over the course of the last week. I think that Second Extinction video will probably go up after we get done recording this. But 
let's talk about what games we're playing because we actually don't have a topic this week there hasn't been a whole lot going on so we're just going to kind of wing it and see what happens but what have we yes. been playing i'm kicking it to rico yeah this is basically going to be the uh scuffed episode because uh i will uh, let me just start by saying like for those of you who don't know like nico will typically type up like a main topic and then some bullet points for what we talk about for that episode this this time we got nothing so we're just going with the flow <laughs> <laughs> But uh, let's see, uh, this week, I haven't started on anything new yet, but I did finally beat, I guess you could say, the first half of Scarlet Nexus. Like, I could stop right now, I won't need to, like, play the other half, but I did technically beat it. And what a story, characters, my god, this is gonna be, that game's probably gonna be one of my personal favorites for this year. <laughs> yeah, you kept texting me about it. And after watching the gameplay, I would never have gotten through that prologue. I would have never made it. The amount that I chopped out of that video <laughs> was absurd. He sent me an hour and a half, say, and it's like a 25-minute video. It's, <laughs> I was going to say, it's definitely not a perfect game. There's still the flaws, but like once you get through that prologue and everything, it does really shine. Yeah, I could not make it through. I'm glad you liked it. Is there a second playthrough with the other character? Yeah, so like how it goes like, both the characters you see on the screen are like both characters you can choose to start to play as. And it's basically, it's still the same story that you're playing through, but you're going to play it through. Like they both have their different perspectives and events that they go through as you go through the game. So are you going to go so like, through it again? Yeah. And what's, what's nice is that I can go through like uh, the other character, the girls play through, but it's going to be through new game plus mode. So I'm still going to keep like my level abilities, upgrades, all that stuff. Oh, nice. Nice. How many hours it take you to beat it? Uh, a little over 20. And uh, you would think maybe it'd take like about 40 to do both. But since the second one would be New Game Plus, it might actually be quicker. But for this first one, a little more than 20 hours. That's not too bad. Yeah, no, I, that's could, not I could see terrible. New Game Plus being quicker because you're more powerful. Plus, if it, they do have any overlapping parts, you could just kind of skip through that. Oh, uh, yeah. And which that stuff's no stuff that really overlaps isn't until like closer to the end mm -hmm. so really majority of it is new perspective until you get closer to that end game stuff yeah. so that's it that's all you've been playing scarlet nexus just grinding yeah well i just finished that i haven't started a new game plus yet and now i'm just kind of debating i was like okay now what do i want to start playing next and it's between like immortals phoenix rising dlc and who knows god what else <laughs> yeah the backlog just i literally had to sit down this week and i had to make a list of all yeah. the games and rank them of importance that i actually needed to beat them like right at the top is psychonauts i'm so close to finishing it and I, the sequel comes out next month so i have to finish up psychonauts and then i have like you know boomerang x which i've almost finished on switch monster hunter stories 2 and then like all the games that have really close sequels so like ghost of tsushima is up at the top of my list because they're getting that expansion right. so i i had to go in and rank because my backlog is getting stupid with xbox game pass and having all those other games at my disposal oh yeah i know like twit like uh the playstation plus free games alone i have so many stuff that's just in my library that i could just go through and probably pick something like who knows maybe the next game i play might be a uh, plague tales innocence since i actually that installed that on my PS5, ps5 yeah so i'm thinking about playing that as yeah. well all right yeah, plus i don't think it's a terribly long game <laughs> yeah i i didn't see anything that said it was super long but kicking it to toby what have you been playing I mean, I haven't been playing much. I have, I mean, I just finished my internship up Friday, so I was pretty busy all week. Uh, I just pretty much have played Smite and Second Extinction with you, um, and 
That I'm game is a treat. Let me say, that game is a freaking delight. I was not expecting I mean, to like that game as much as I do. I mean, I like it. I just, I wish I had more people to play with so we could have like a is whole it, squad. Is it Xbox exclusive? Yes. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> just get an Xbox. It's it's time. Oh, oh yeah, it's that easy. Oh yeah, it's that easy. <laughs> it's that easy. It's that easy. Just get an Xbox. <laughs> Yeah, yeah it, Xbox. <laughs> well, it's on. I believe it's on Steam as well. You really think I'm going to be able to run anything no. on this dinosaur to compare? No, exactly. I don't. Exactly. No, no. no. <laughs> but it is. I believe I it's also on Steam and it's on PC Game Pass. But I mean, you could probably play it on if you have an iPad. You might be able to run it on that. I don't know if it's on cloud. Oh God, busting out the that's not the old iPad. But eh, yeah, I might try it out. Because <laughs> last night Toby was just like, just install it. Just install it and we'll run a couple. Yeah, it's really small, and like... we ended up playing from like eight o'clock to like eleven thirty. We were just running, murking dinosaurs. Like think <laughs> Left for Dead with like some open map and there's oh, objectives all I know over the, the place. Yeah, dude. I now was. I know the game you're talking about. And they straight ripped every dinosaur. Looks like something in Jurassic World that they built in the hybrid lab, dude. Like the raptors look <laughs> exactly like the Indoraptor in the second Jurassic World movie, but it's super fun it's a little clunky and this is one thing i like about game pass is that it's an early access on game pass it's called a game preview it's not like the full game they even put a warning up it's like hey this game is still in development there's gonna be bugs give some feedback but that's super awesome that they let you play the game early so it can they can get the feedback from players and keep putting out content and this game is super fun it looks really good and we played through all the campaign levels last night. I got all the achievements for that. But I'm ready to hop back in and keep ranking up guns because, like, you gain resources from killing the dinosaurs and you get their different parts and you can use that to add new attachments to guns. There's different characters with different abilities. Like, there's a ton of replay value here. And I feel once they add a couple more maps and, like, dinosaur types yeah. and maybe more guns and stuff, it's going to be a blast. And their roadmap, they've hit everything on the roadmap so far. It just came out on Game Pass in april which they put on their roadmap the newest update was the the biggest one they had was the july update and that went live on the first i believe and then and right now they're saying the next update isn't until november but i got a lot of content to get through in that game and i'm excited to hop back in because it was a blast it, plus like something like that's gotta have you excited uh, eventually for when uh back for blood comes out I was, that's gonna be, uh-huh. be more of that type of gameplay yeah i was saying that to toby last night i was like dude I like this game, but it gets me excited for more co-op games like this where we can just hop in and all goof around and have a good time. Right. I'm hoping Back for Blood. I don't know if they've already said it was or not. I'm hoping it's like crossplay because then I could just play with like you guys. I think it's crossplay. I don't remember if they've made an official statement about it yet or not, but I assume it would be. I was going to say it'd be smart if it for it to be crossplay. I don't know why you wouldn't make it crossplay. Especially with a game like that where you got to pay the money to get into it. It makes more sense to allow everybody to play together to keep that community going. Right. So Smite and Second Extinction, that's all you played, Tobe? I mean, I played a little bit of Outer Worlds, but I ha- I'm still like... Chipping away I'm at that bad boy. just whittling away at it. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me just crack the knuckles here because I've played everything <laughs> under the goddamn sun. <laughs> this week oh wait get the counter up in the corner (laughs) yeah yeah we'll throw a counter up there i played what did did we start with uh we finished we finished miles morales i talked about that last week before the last podcast i finished it i played through the entire game again after wrapping up all the trophies in new game plus mode and i'm telling you after you cut through all of those cutscenes in miles morales it it really chops it down to like a three-hour story 
if you yeah. just mainline it and cut through all that stuff it's it's only like three hours but if you do the side stuff same. that's where the lot of the extra hours come into play yeah it's not like a huge game at all really. yeah <laughs> and then i popped the plaid on that i started astro's playroom immediately after that game i have to say i have to stop on astro's playroom for a free game wow and I've never played a game on a PlayStation or an Xbox that reeked of Nintendo as much as Astro's Playroom. It Dude, I felt know. like a Mario or a Yoshi game 100%. And it was super fun. And the way it uses the DualSense is the best on the console thus far. It's like the best demo for a new controller that you can do out there. <laughs> it, it, it was super good. It was so much fun. I got the plat on that the day after the Spider-Man Miles Morales plat. I grinded that out, and I played. I, I, that was awesome. Getting all the collectibles, all the collectibles being the different PlayStation stuff throughout the years, like the controllers and the VR headsets and, and all, all the consoles. It was super cool. And, and what's crazy, like when you go into like that viewing room, how much like actual detail is put into like those just in-game models and being able to interact with them. Oh, 100%. It was super fun. And the levels, I loved seeing the little robots play out different games. Like the one where there was like this one robot with a bunch of mushrooms on his head and he was like clicking around and there were another robot. One was a little girl and one was a guy and they were like hiding behind a wall and the guy had a... Yeah, he was Last of Us. He had a fucking brick in his hand. He was ready to beat the other robot over the head with it. I was like, what is this? And then they were playing the PSP, and they all had the different Monster Hunter weapons. I was like, this is awesome. I know, and there was, like, I was watching a Nag play it one day, and he was in the one level where you're, like, in the middle of a lightning storm, and he's, like, looking around. I was like, okay, where the fuck is the infamous reference? Yeah, and he's, and he like, like, rail grinding. <laughs> he's like, and he's like, there it is. Yeah, he's grinding on the rails with the lightning behind him. I was like, that is so badass. So, yeah, I, Astro's Playroom was freaking awesome. What the hell else is there? There's so many games I've been playing. We had Second Extinction, obviously, which, which we talked about. Second Extinction was super fun, and I'm going to be hopping back into that a lot. I had, yeah, Boomerang X. And that game, give Doom Guy a Boomerang and give him a couple more power-ups, and that is Boomerang X. And it's on Switch, <laughs> and I want to say it's on PC. I don't think it's on anything else right now. Devolver Digital makes some good-ass games, and this is just another great one. I will say the performance on the Switch is not as great as I was hoping. It's got a really interesting art style, so it doesn't really lag a lot. It's just these weird screen freezes here and there that happen. And that is kind of annoying, especially with how fast-paced this game is. And I definitely don't know how you would play this game without a pro controller. I could see it being extremely annoying without the pro controller. Yeah, I've had a Switch for how many years, and I, this is the best controller I got right now. And it's a really like cheap one for like 20 bucks. But yeah, I, I, I have not even touched it handheld because I'm like, I don't think this would be any fun. My hands would cramp up. It just would, it would suck. Oh, no. It would, it would not be a good time. Still chipping away at Mario Golf, you know, just playing here and there. Ah, uh, chip. Oh, yeah, there you go. Pun definitely was intended there. I didn't just accidentally do that. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, what else? Monster Hunter Stories 2. That was when I put on pre-order when they announced it. And I really... I didn't play the original, so I had no real expectations for it. But I am really, really liking it so far. The story it seems interesting. I'm not super far into it. But the story seems interesting enough with what they laid out. And the combat is actually pretty fun where there's only like three types of attacks. And obviously it just goes in a triangle, you know, one stronger than the other. But it's like a right. head to head. You kind of got to guess what the other is going to use. Most of the time, if you know what monster you're going against, you know what kind like a Velocidrome is going to use a speed attack because it's kind of small and nimble. 
but like sonar was like super stylish rock paper scissors <laughs> yeah but most of the time you know exactly what they're gonna throw it's like if you were playing rock paper scissors and every time this guy thought rock was gonna win so you just kept throwing paper it's basically that but then when you piss the monster off much like in monster hunter they can get more aggressive so they change up which one they're using so it's between that and then you have a couple npc partners that you'll have along the way and you can like sync up attacks with them and you can sync up attacks with your monsties and you could get new monsties by going into monster layers it's really really fun it's a cute art style for monster hunter and it makes me want to play more of the normal monster hunter which is weird because they're my friends in this one and the other one i want to go kill them which is kind of an awkward <laughs> balance but <laughs> it's just weird my bond with you is going to where i want to go on a new journey oh really to kill your brothers <laughs> yeah to merc the rest of your family but i'm curious in the story it's like 40 hours long so it's gonna be something i chip away at pr probably pretty slowly i don't think it's something i'm gonna end up covering here for the channel because i'm not gonna rush through it but it's something i That's play insane. in bed every night and i'm enjoying a lot the one thing I will say is the performance sucks. I figured this would Ooh. be fine because it, I mean, it looks really good. Like the graphics are super nice, but when it's docked, it is atrocious. Maybe, Ooh. and it might not even be that bad, honestly. It might be just because I've been spoiled with the Series X and the PlayStation 5 and I've been playing at 60 frames so long, but it, it definitely, when I undock it and play it handheld, which is how I've played it the majority of the time, it is a lot smoother and the frame rate is much more stable. I'm getting a lot less of the clippiness and things like that. Yeah, I was gonna say because I think the first Monster Stories was a DS or 3DS game. So yeah, it was a 3DS. I guess it's not yeah, I guess it's not too surprising that this would run better in like handheld mode. Yeah, I almost exclusively played it handheld, and I think that's how I'm gonna play the rest of it out, because it is so laggy when I play docked, which is unfortunate. I was I was really wishing it was going to run a little better because there's really not a whole lot to it. The most of the environments are pretty laggy. Stuff clips in pretty late. It takes a while for it to load in. It's not like Monster Hunter Rise, which is drop dead gorgeous and unbelievable that it's running on the Switch. It's right. It's very much that chibi art style, anime style RPG game, and I was very surprised at how poor it was performing. Yeah, I think it's because it's like a completely different team. Because you know, for how many games now they've been using that new re engine for like the remakes re7 and 8 yeah monster Hunter world devil may cry 5 and it is just a phenomenal engine and it shows in rise yeah and the final game i've been playing is psychonauts i'm literally like right at the end i just need to finish that up i think i'm on seven i think you only had six fingers up i'm gonna need you to throw another one up i'm pretty positive that was seven well no one the counter yeah, on the video seven. version okay the counter on the video version will hold true. But yeah, I'm finishing up Psychonauts. That game has no right being as good as it is. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. <laughs> exactly. I, I got to that part and was busting up laughing. It's so funny, dude. I'm so ready for what the new one's going to be like. Because being that this is an, like a 2005 original Xbox game, I just want to know what this game can look like in 2021 running on the current specs of these systems. Because it is just so much fun i mean i can definitely tell it's an old game because old games are old but right it's it's not taking away from the enjoyment of it especially with the xbox being something that can like give every all these old games boosts like seeing how good this game looks being a 2005 game is just insane exactly but yeah that's all i've been playing when we finish at seven games seven games and then obviously you know like fortnite, it's fortnite and anything else that multiplayer wise we hop on and play Basically, stuff that you can never really beat. <laughs> yeah, stuff that I can't put down and I just keep going back to. Fortnite takes my money, you know, those kind of games. 
yeah. No, you beat Fortnite when like you end up owning every piece of cosmetic equipment you can. I beat Fortnite when my Thanos snap emote finally wipes out everybody <laughs> on the map. There you go. Half of everybody. Half of everybody. Half of everybody. You're right. You're right. But that's it. That's all we got. We have. We literally have no topic. But there's been a lot of stuff that actually <laughs> happened this week in terms of games. Like yeah, I... the big thing that we I addressed on my main channel and talked about that we haven't really talked about as a group yet is the new Switch. Oh, yeah. I, uh, yep. The OLED, uh, new OLED Switch, which was definitely not what I think anyone saw coming. No. I mean, ki- kind of did, kind of <laughs> didn't. No. 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 I mean, if you if you think about it, though, this, this sort of fits like Nintendo's niche, really. It's I mean, like, yeah. It, they they <laughs> don't release like new powerful hardware. They just release something with a bigger screen. Yeah. And I was disappointed, but it's not nintendo's fault it's not nintendo's fault at all it's everybody on twitter with the bloomberg posts and the articles and the leaks and everything that's like oh we're getting a new nvidia processor we're getting you know an nvidia graphics card we're getting you know 4k dockable we're getting you know an oled screen everybody had switch pro in their head and i was one of those people i can't i i don't even know how many videos i've made on my channel my main channel talking about the switch pro and how it's definitely coming this is what's happening people let's <laughs> We're go gonna get it let's, it's, it's finally yeah, happening it's gonna happen that's gonna be our third switch model you'll have three options to pick from and then they announced this you sent me the link to it while i was at work and i started watching the video and toby heard the click of the switch controllers and he goes dude get the fuck back to work he's like what are you doing right now he goes we're not watching switch shit while we're working i was like but it's important he goes no so i i waited he went to the bathroom right after and then i watched it <laughs> yeah you, you wait till he went away it's yeah like, okay now type, now for a nintendo <laughs> but then i was just sad i was just sad and it was again it's not it's not nintendo's fault because i mean they released six different versions of the freaking 3ds why did i right. expect us to get a new switch i don't know <laughs> it was just hype i mean at least the the screen actually does seem like significantly better so who knows this might be like the thing for people who play like majority of their games in handheld so it's like oh nice now i can enjoy them with a bit of a bigger screen now even though you can just get i mean <clears throat> yeah okay so that's the thing i'm gonna go around we're gonna all talk about how we play our switch this is my thought on this because everybody plays their switch a little differently than the other okay so everybody we're all gonna pass around the baton and we're gonna talk about how we play and if we think this thing well let's talk about the specs before we do this before we do that let's talk about the specs of is that a back scratcher it's my baton (laughs) (laughs) so the specs so first off it's the same internals this isn't running games any better right yeah it's all the same stuff (laughs) it's a seven inch screen it's literally like if you take the original switch and you see the black where your screen lights up. If you extend the screen to where the black is, that is where the new screen goes to. And that's literally see, and all weird. it is. <laughs> you look at those black lines like, so why didn't you just make the screen to cover those lines anyway? Yeah. And, I mean, it's going to look really nice with an OLED. It's going to look really nice. Right. Like, Monster Hunter Stories is one that I'm like, wow, this would be super cool with an OLED Switch. But I'm not buying crisp. another one. But we'll get to that. No. Then they added a lan adapter which i already have for my dock you know i just bought a usb port that i plugged into it and that attacks attaches to an ethernet cord 
but it's nice that it has it and i have seen things that the dock is going to be sold separately so i'm assuming that the new dock is going to work with the old switch which is good yeah that i feel like that would make the most sense like if you're gonna have a whole new dock no point in like making people buy a completely new switch just for that uh land port why not yeah. just sell the dock separately and i guess they got new audio features handheld which that for me personally doesn't really do a whole lot i normally just play with headphones or like just turn the sound off if i'm playing handheld yeah then, that's fair <laughs> and then they just upped the and they, we got more hard drive space on the actual system it, they doubled it from 32 to 64 which is good if you play only physical if you're playing digital still it's not not that great you're gonna get don't a couple games they, on there the, and it's game over don't you mean that airway is doesn't digital take up more space than physical hmm? isn't that what i said did i do it backwards I, Yes, you did it backwards, and I think you even did that with your first video uh, talking about it. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> you, people know what I mean, okay? Okay, if you're playing physical, it's going to take up less, split, less space on your device, but if you're playing digital, you're going to take up a lot of space, and you're only going to get a couple on there. Like, yeah, I think Fortnite's going to take up majority of the space. Like, when my girlfriend oh, had yeah, her definitely. Switch, that's what took up. She was like, oh, I only can fit Animal Crossing and Fortnite. And I was like, yeah, you need an SD card. So we immediately went out and bought more. But yeah, I, I guess if you're playing physical only, like if you're like me and have 30 Switch games sitting physically behind you, then you're, you're probably all right. But yeah, mine's like half and half. Like there's a, there's a select few games I'll get like a physical edition for and then like other stuff, mainly like the indie title. Yeah, that's stuff. mainly the I'll indie stuff digitally. for me. Yeah, it's well because most indie stuff is only available digitally on that. Unless you, can't you catch, really get a physical there, version, unless you catch the limited runs. The limited runs are I mm -hmm. I have been tempted to get a couple of those, but oh, okay, yeah, we'll pass around the you. baton. We'll pass around the baton. We'll talk about you know who how we play our switch, and then we'll see you know is this thing worth it and the price point. The price point is three fifty. It's only fifty bucks more than the original switch, which I think is pretty yeah. Cool. I'd yeah, I didn't think it was going to be like a significant price jump for essentially the biggest picture being just like a bigger handheld screen. Yeah. So I'm going to kick it to Toby. Tell us how you play your Switch. How do, how do you enjoy this bad boy, this little marvel of a device? I mean, I've probably only ever played my Switch in handheld. So you're exclusively like I may, handheld. I guy. may have docked it twice. Okay. <laughs> Which is, that's, just, yeah, that's a little odd, but I mean, they each their yeah, own. I don't, I don't know. I've never felt the desire to. It seems to run. I mean, that's the point of the thing. I'm not. I'm not judging I, or anything. Once I, whenever I would dock it, it would lag. Yeah. I don't want lag. Yeah. yeah so, like I'm just like, and the screen's not bad, as everyone can see. I have glasses. I don't have great eyes. I can see it just <laughs> fine. Like, so I don't have an issue with the screen size at all. I think this, honestly, that this new switch is bogus. It's useless. No, I want. I, I want to go that far. So you're not no, a, you're I not on board. You're not on board man. for the upgrade, huh? No, it's awful. <laughs> it's a waste of our time. No, I, I don't know. Okay, okay. Well, let's look at it. All right. So the switch has been out for how long? All right, going Nico, on, you, you know this probably better than anyone. So four tell going us. on five years. Yeah, and like a PS4 and, and Xbox S, well Xbox One, they're gone now. Same time frame. Uh, we the, haven't no, gotten the, any no, upgrade no, no. for anything on a Switch. Like, the power is absolute You gotta remember, you gotta remember, like, there was useless. that... I know most people forget about it, because it's a very forgettable system. There was that small gap between the Wii and the Switch with the PlayStation with... 4 and Xbox One where the Wii U existed. <laughs> it was only, like, it a was... four-year time frame, but the Wii U was a thing at that time. 
it was that weird time where they sold the Wii with some sort of a weird gamepad. Uh, yeah, uh, but that was, didn't separately. that come out during the PS3 era still as well? No, that was PS4. Because PS4 came out in 2013, I want to say. Mm-hmm. 20, 2013, 2014. Let's look. I'm Googling I it. I want to say it was 2013 around Christmas. No, the only reason I know is because I... I only only reason I remember yeah, is because I got it my I was, I was right. yeah I remember because I got it my senior year of high school. Me and uh, uh me and Trent we waited like outside the Finley Mall for them to open up so we could get ours midnight release. Yeah, and like I was doing homework in the car, so that's the only reason I knew it was like 2013 or 2014. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say so. Yeah, then the Wii U was. Let me look up the Wii U. I'm dropping things. Wii U release was. 2012 so it was one it was right one year before the release of the ps4 and the xbox one yeah so just one year older yeah and then 2017 was the release of the switch so i there was a like a four-year gap between switch and the ps4 now i'm with you it's totally underpowered okay in compared to even the last generation of systems it doesn't even make sense but nintendo doesn't care because you know how many fucking units they move? <laughs> well, I the, get The I Switch get continues to be the best-selling system. I know, but it's like, personally, I don't... I, you asked my opinion, man. I oh, think I get I'm not. Stupid. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's awful. <laughs> Garbage. Uh, I'm not dogging your opinion, man, but it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, Rico, how do you play your Switch? So, mine is kind of like... 50 50 as in i'll have like certain games that yeah i will play dock but then i'll also play handheld mode uh best example i can think of is uh roguelikes like dead cell and hades sometimes i'll play them docked uh, but majority of time was spent playing handheld mm-hmm. and then i'll have games that I'll only play docked like uh monster Hunter rise smash bros ultimate uh, i'm pretty sure i played mario odyssey completely docked uh Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Basically, basically the bigger games I would play majority of the time docked. And then usually those like smaller like indie title games. Stuff that basically have that sort of a almost DS and Game Boy feel to them. I wouldn't yeah. mind like picking them out if I want to like go into another room or if I just want to take my Switch somewhere with me to play it, then yeah. I'll pretty much play those games while uh, on handheld. <laughs> so, what... so it's like 50-50 for me. <laughs> so for you who plays 50-50... What do you think about the OLED model? The OLED? Let's see. Like, do I think it's anything crazy? No. It's essentially this generation's, like, DSXL, 3DS XL. That's basically what it is. Is it going to be nece- is, is it gonna be a necessity? To some people, maybe. For people who probably play, like, majority of their time uh, handheld, except for Toby, they maybe <laughs> they really would like that, like, new, like, bigger OLED uh screen and i'll really appeal to them but i don't think it's something that you absolutely need as like someone who plays majority on switch it is nice though like maybe like you're just want that just a little just a little upgrade so like you trade in your current switch and get the new oled model but i don't think it's absolutely necessary for anyone it's gonna be mainly when it comes down to preference (laughs) yeah I did forget to mention the other thing with the new switch is that bigger kickstand, which is really nice. Cause you can adjust the tabletop mode. Cause the kickstand on the current model sucks balls. If you're trying to play tabletop. So that is a nice feature, especially if you're someone who travels with your switch. Like I used to take it on planes with me and I would sit it on my plane table 
and play it handheld we'll play it tabletop mode and that was a good time it just sucks because the kickstand can't adjust but the new one can so that is a perk so for me i'm that outlier in this data okay i have two switch i have the switch light and the normal switch and i play certain games exclusively docked like that's that's it that's how they're played that's how my brain works other games where i play them docked exclusively to get gameplay footage for videos and then i boot them save over to my switch Lite, and i play them handheld the rest of the time it it just depends for me i would say it's probably 50 50 the amount of time i play each like i play a lot handheld and i play a lot docked and for a long time there i played pretty much everything if it wasn't a playstation exclusive i played and it came to switch i played it on switch because i could take it with me everywhere i was a college kid it was so much better for me to be able to take games like the witcher to class with me and play it behind my laptop while the you know the instructor was talking <laughs> like that was so much better for me than play keeping it on my playstation where i couldn't you know play it anywhere i was at because i was constantly i commuted to college so i was constantly away from my home console and all that stuff so having the ability to take those bigger games with me was the best way and i played switch that like that for a long time anymore now that I have Game Pass and, you know, these more powerful consoles, I've spoiled my eyes too much. And it's really hard to go back to those games on, a, you know, 30 FPS and not 1080p and things like that. So for me, I, I'm not upgrading. I have no desire to upgrade to the newest Switch model. I don't really have a need. I already have a dedicated handheld Switch and I have a dedicated dock Switch. Yeah, I was going to say, you already got two switches. You don't need a third unless yeah, you really... I, and I have... Unless you're willing to trade in one of the two. Well, that's the thing, because I have the Switch Lite, which is my dedicated handheld, and then I have my normal Switch. I already... Like, that. if I got the new one, the only purpose of having the new one is to have a new dock Switch, and I don't need that because I could just buy an OLED monitor, which I already right. have. So it's like... <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> I don't really need the $50 upgrade. Now, where I think this is going to be the best is where people that have waited to hop on the switch train and you know especially because for a while there they were unfindable you couldn't get a switch so the people that have waited a while to hop into switch especially you know with breath of the wild 2 coming out we got metroid coming out a bunch of these new switch games are dropping people might be like oh it's time to finally get a switch and they go to the store and they sit there and they see oh i can have 300 dollars for the base switch model i'm not interested in the switch light because that's only handheld but i have 300 dollars for the base switch or I could spend the extra 50 bucks, have all the bonuses of that and get the, you know, prettier screen for handheld stuff. I think that's what's going to really push this one. Yeah, because like there's probably there, as we all know, there's people out there who probably still don't even have a switch. And now you got this completely newer model, while even though it's not a significant jump from the original model, it's going to entice people more. It's like, well, if I'm going to get a switch, I might as well get the best kind I can get. <laughs> definitely i think that is where it's really going to be big is just it, especially you know with the holidays coming up it's coming out in what october october 8th i want to say is the drop same day as metroid dread oh same day as metroid dread interesting i think that's the release date for it so i i definitely think that that's the big push is it's the new holiday switch for everybody that it doesn't already have a switch and that's what people are planning on getting for christmas you know might as well drop that extra 50 bucks and get them you know a new switch and i know for a fact there's people out there that play their switch like toby and they're <laughs> they don't think this is bogus they think this is a great investment they're like hell yeah i want pretty colors like that's what people are <laughs> like i'm all for that so people are likely gonna just go sell their trade their switch in and get the upgrade and be really happy with what they got especially if they are the handheld players 
Yeah, this is definitely going to be some geared more towards like people who play majority handheld or people like who you how, like you said like uh, maybe like in your situation like in the middle of college so they're always going to class a lot or like walking around campus or anything and just don't really have time to actually sit in their dorm and play games and they're gonna want like a good handheld to play on yeah and, and i i can't fault the switch for that like skyrim's great on it there's so many games on it that are fantastic even in the third party realm they may not look as good like if you don't have a next gen system and they don't i see tony shaking his head i'll let him talk here in a minute if you don't have a next gen system because they are hard to come by right now and you haven't spoiled your eyes with these next gen you know 120 60 frame games you don't care and some people that's the thing that's another thing we got to talk about is like the three of us toby a little less so than you and i rico but the three of us we're kind of dialed in on this shit we play a lot of video games the average yeah. person doesn't play a lot of video games like us they have a couple no. that they hop in and play so it's like for other people they don't look at this and like oh it's a small upgrade they look at this and go hey this one's better than this one and it's only 50 dollars more yeah it's like we're we're definitely done into where it's like we nip we're now nipping like every like thing like like you said like next gen has spoiled your eyes to where like you can't really go back to a switch game now and look at it the same way after you've seen like true uh gaming hardware power now yeah and okay i i need to know why are you shaking your head over there toby i got <laughs> you keep like oh it's a 50 dollar difference it's so great yeah Okay, everything in this dang Switch is exactly the same, and they can run this 64 gig hard drive, and they have this new LED screen, but nothing has changed inside of it other than that. Nothing. So yep, that but, should have been the original Switch. But the Not you. I the heard you put We're literally the, paying fifty dollars for but, what the original Switch <laughs> should have been, and it drives me insane. But the pretty Not colors. You said, you said nothing changed on the inside, but I heard they put a picture of Mario on the circuit board in this one. Oh, go them. Go them, dude. I'm, I'm with you. I 100% I agree this should have just been the original Switch model, but that's never been like Nintendo. You could say the same thing with the 3DS XL. Like, hey, that should have just been the original 3DS, but it wasn't. And people went out and bought a better 3DS, you know? That's just how they've always done business. And that's why it's no surprise that this is how they're doing it. I have zero. I mean, I never understood that either. But think how many units the 3DS I mean, sold. You and I lived together. I had an original DS until it almost broke, and then we finally upgraded to the XLs. Yeah, it was. <laughs> and then I when mean, we got when I got my 3DS, I never upgraded. It was my purple 3DS the entire time. Yeah, but it's you again. You're not the average. You know, you're very conservative. Once you I have a used... console, you run that thing till it's dead. Where you know, if I see something pretty. I might be more entitled to go and buy it. <laughs> don't don't go to Vegas then and stay out of all. I mean, for Christ's sake, I had a Series S. I had the opportunity to get a Series X, and I traded that fucker in, and I got a Series X. All right, I I upgraded as soon as the possibility presented itself. Where you're like, I'm cool with mine. I'm cool sitting on this bad boy. Yeah, I haven't even got a bigger hard drive for it yet. I definitely I just would delete recommend games and hope for the best. <laughs> I definitely would recommend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like I definitely it, it hits a different market. I know you think it's bogus, but I I think it's a really smart decision. I think it's super smart because now they have three models. They have the Switch Lite at two hundred. They have the normal one at three hundred, and they have the slightly above average one at three fifty mark. Now I'm not saying it wasn't necessary. I'm just saying it should have been the OG. 
<laughs> I'm not disagreeing. Especially because the LAN cord, everybody's talking about the LAN cord. There was a LAN adapter on the original fucking Xbox. <laughs> was there really? Yes! Go look at your Xbox in your closet. There's a damn LAN adapter on there. <laughs> it is, it, yeah. It's so, like, it's something that should have been there originally. I 100% agree. But, you know, it's still cool that we're getting it. But, I don't think this means that the switch pro is dead i don't know why maybe because be. i saw maybe i don't know that. who it was i don't know if it was jeff grubb or if it was somebody else but somebody tweeted and they were like yeah it's the switch pro is definitely dead just like the ps4 pro was dead after releasing the ps4 slim just like the xbox one x was dead after they released the xbox one at well the xbox yeah the xbox one s like they those released pretty quickly after the smaller versions of the base consoles released and i don't see that being any different than the current switch i could definitely see them next year being like hey by the way here's breath of the wild 2 day and date with a switch pro i still think that is 100 percent possible just imagine while we're in the middle of uh, recording this right now nintendo actually like just drop shadow dropped a trailer for a switch pro coming out yeah that's what we need <laughs> yeah yeah because that makes sense i exactly. i think i, I think it's, it's, it's a nintendo yeah it's it's a weird nintendo decision i think it's definitely still on the table i think it's still coming because that's then after that happens tony what you're saying that the oled should have been the original model then it is going to become the original model where next year at this time when we're sitting here talking about the switch pro we're gonna be talking about how the oled is now 300 and now the upgraded model is the switch pro and the model that we currently have doesn't exist anymore once that hey i'm all right with that because then the interior will be upgraded and you know it'll make sense yeah i won't I, be paying I, I, for the things that it should have been from the start <laughs> i hear you i hear you but that's i promise you that's what's gonna happen hold me to it in a year i guarantee you switch pro is coming out breath of the wild 2 it's a holiday release and we will no longer have the current switch model that's I mean, my theory. Okay. I, mean, I can I can see are we, are you, it. We'll are have you guys to bet on this? Like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> I think this is, I, and it'll be something stupid too. It's gonna be just like the 3DS. It'll be like the new three. It'll be the new Nintendo Switch Super XL Pro DSi. You know, a hundred different names because they suck <laughs> at naming all their devices. I mean, the new Switch is literally called Nintendo Switch parentheses OLED model. <laughs> no it goes it goes from the nintendo switch to the nintendo uh top yes there you go <laughs> for all you out there in the bdsm community you know what the joke <laughs> it is it's just like i don't i don't get it i don't i don't i wish they would have announced it now i'm still sad that the switch pro is not coming but i know it is you know you want to why you're sad yeah why, why is that guess. you can guess just I, say it <laughs> just say it for me i don't i don't know where you're going <laughs> it's, a bogus deal. it's a bogus deal man it's not it's not it's again it it's hits, fine it's fine it hits a different fine. it hits a different market man that's what that's what it is it's a different market and it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of people buying this thing i swear dude if i was in the market like if i literally was like i don't have my switch light i want something to play handheld i would probably get it but it's just not 
not something I really think about right now, especially because again, I have two switch. It's just not, I said this in my video too. I was like, I have two switch. It's not for me. When the switch pro comes, you best fucking believe that I have a switch pro without even any hesitation. Day one pre-ordered boop done. I was going to say, like, I'll see the trailer. I'll send it to you like I usually do. It's like, you see us? He's like, yep, two pre-ordered already. Yep, it's going to be. <laughs> and I will love every minute of it. And you know what will happen? There's literally, they're going to put a side-by-side. -side. It's going to be Breath of the Wild 2 on original Switch versus on the new Switch. And all it's just better FPS. It doesn't look any better. It just runs smoother. And I'm like, hell yeah, baby, let's go. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you see a new Breath of the Wild Two trailer. Zelda's fighting off Ganon. He's getting beat. All hope seems lost. Dom is suddenly you hear clacking of heels in the distance. Those aren't heels. Those are guns. And here comes Bayonetta coming in to save the day. It's really a Bayonetta 3 trailer. Finally! <laughs> Not a chance. You let that dream die. God damn it. Just like Metroid Prime 4. Let it die. <laughs> <laughs> Metroid Prime 4 is never happening. I'm it doesn't exist. It, it exists. It's a Switch Pro game. It's a Switch Pro game. <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you it's not coming out on the current switch it's coming out when the switch pro comes i it'll be on the current switch but it won't come out until after the switch pro is here I, i'm calling that one as well just wait till that next uh nintendo direct and they open up with like all the games that have just been in limbo we haven't heard about i mean i that's it it's gonna happen what do you guys think switch pro is still happening is it still on i mean there's a chance i'm just scheduled because like I've never really seen Nintendo yet do like where though unless it's like a completely new console release like more powerful hardware of the same console. New Nintendo 3DS. 3DS was bogus. No, don't even talk like the, the 3DS. <laughs> the, the 3DS is a fantastic system. So many games. Yeah, no. In my opinion, all it was was just a somewhat more glorified DS with. United the pictures pop off the screen, which really it just hurts your eyes. <laughs> I didn't even play the 3D on. I literally just played it. Monster Hunter was on there. The Zelda yeah, it was pointless. <laughs> the remasters of Zelda, all the Pokemon games. There were so many games. There was that 2D Metroid game. What was it? Samus Returns. That was really good. Luigi's Mansion. I don't know. I thought Ocarina of the Time on the 3DS yep. was awesome. Yep. Any any like cutscene, you just flip on the 3D. Mario three that part. Well, Mario oh, 3D Land. So that good. game was awesome. So much on the DS. So much on the 3DS. Such a good system. What are you doing? <laughs> Toby, what about you? Switch Pro, is it happening? Yeah, I think it'll happen. I don't think I don't see Nintendo straying away from the Switch style. Oh, um, I I think they've hit a, a gold mine with the Switch branding, and I think every subsequent system is going to be somehow the Switch. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, like, I think like, they're gonna stay here for sure. The branding's and, too mean, good. They're going to be they're, here for a while. Granted, I say yeah, that. I say that, and the Wii also was a huge success. And they get, they stepped away from the Wii, but I guess they kind of killed that. They they killed it with the Wii U, but... I, I, well, I, could, I mean, they, you can say they stepped away from the Wii, but think about it. The Wii was just motion controls, and then what do we got with a Switch? I mean, yeah, I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying the branding. It's still here. I'm, I'm not saying that the, the way the system handles is different. I'm saying the branding... Like I'm, I could see them eventually being like, "Here is your, you know, your new Switch Series S or Series X, and it's just a home console." Like that Switch bitch. Switch Five. Yeah, the, that bitch is a home console. It does not switch. 
like it, I, I could hear the switch fixed that's what it's called it's the switch fix because you can't actually switch it anymore it's literally just a home console you can still take your joy cons off and do motion controls that's the switch part but it doesn't do handheld anymore and it's literally just a home console it's super powerful it has the upgraded specs that we're looking for outside of a switch pro you know this is even more powerful than a switch pro this is years in the future boys okay i'm i'm i have my tinfoil fucking hat on now all right you sent me down the rabbit hole and now i'm talking all right this is gonna be like it's gonna be fucking yugi's it's looking like yugi's jacket the ps5 fucking looks like kaiba's jacket we're gonna get yugi's jacket and the switch fixed all right it's gonna stand vertically it's gonna be crazy all right it's gonna be crazy it's and it's not a hybrid console it is a home fucking console it sits on your desk or your tv stand wherever the hell you play games i don't care that's where it's sitting and it's not you're not taking it with you you're not sitting in the back of the car with it playing games you're not sitting on the plane that bitch stays at home and then you have your switch pro your switch oled your switch light for whatever else all the games still work on it they just run a whole lot better on the switch fixed that's what i'm calling man you can quote me on it you can quote me on it tony i think he's finally lost it <laughs> i think he's finally gone off the deep end uh, yeah i'm with God. you on that that's all i'm saying hey man hey man we had six fucking 3ds models six there were so many different 3DS. There was the 3DS base model. There was the new three. Well, there was the, the 3DS XL before the new 3DS. <laughs> then we had the 2DS, which was the goddamn cheese wedge. Okay. Then we had the new 3DS, the, which only came out in Japan, except for in like bundle deals, which was odd. <laughs> then we had the new 3DS XL. Then we had the new 2DS. And then they were like, you know what? We should probably stop making 3DS now. And then that's where we settled. <laughs> He's still going! <laughs> so I'm just saying, down the road we're going to have the Switch Lite, we're going to have the Nintendo Switch, eventually that'll disappear. We're going to have the Switch LED, we're going to have the Switch Pro, we're going to have the Switch Lite Pro, and then, way out in like 2025, we're going to have the Switch Fix, and that bitch sits on your desk, or your TV stand. I'm getting the tranquilizer. <laughs> we gotta knock him out. Get the scientists call NASA. I don't know. Someone needs to probe him or That's something. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's, we had six 3DS. They're going to match it. They're going to one-up them. They're going to be seven switch. Calling it. Okay, so. Okay, we need to switch gears for a second before he starts talking about raiding the Pentagon for that Switch Pro. <laughs> <laughs> So what else happened this week? <laughs> um, you know, I, I on Twitter, you know, just the usual, you know, PlayStation versus Xbox feuds, which I still don't understand. Um, it, you forget something else, uh, not necessarily as big as the new Switch, but still kind of big. Uh, finally got a new state of play from PlayStation after pretty oh, yeah, long silence. I still haven't watched that, but you need. I mean, there's some interesting stuff here. Nothing like crazy or anything mostly a bunch of like a uh, indie and uh third party tiles you did look at the tribes of midgard stuff right yeah i saw a lot of the trailers individually i just haven't watched the entire showcase right and tribes of midgard i feel like might be a game even you tony will like because it's it looks essentially like a diablo but with norse norse mythology setting and it looks like there was an element of base building there yeah, because there is like a 10 player co-op survival mode that you can do. <laughs> that looked pretty cool. I, I It was giving me 
Valheim vibes. If you mix Valheim and Diablo, that's what I was getting out of it. Right. And then another game that I feel like might be interested in, uh, it's called Hunter's Arena Legends. That's that, basically... That's the battle royale with the melee, right? It's all like melee battle yeah. royale. Yeah, I was telling Toby about it, that. It's not like entirely a battle royale, though, from what it sounds like. It sounds like it does have a battle royale mode, but that's not the whole game. So it seems more like, from what I got of it at least, that there's going to be two modes. There's a battle royale mode, which you can do single player or run trios with. And then, other than that, there's like a basic, like, entire, like, uh, almost like MMO open world kind of deal where, like, you can go around, you fight demons, but also, like, run into other players and fight them. And here's the best part about it it's coming out next month. But it's launching as a free PlayStation Plus uh, game. And that excites that me. Month. I am so ready to hop in and try this because I love when people take Battle Royale. It's one of my favorite game genres right now, okay? I like Battle Royales. They're fun as hell. Getting that victory, mm, there's few things that hit quite as good as getting a victory royale, okay? But I like when people take and do unique things with them. Like, all the ones I play are all very unique in their own way. You like Fortnite with the building. Apex, you know, you got the different characters with the power-ups. And then Warzone's more your traditional shooter. I'm really looking forward to this one. I'm really yeah, looking forward like to this, it. This entire, yes. like, melee fantasy-based one, kind of. Yes. Mm-hmm. It excites this me. This isn't PlayStation only, is it? It I, is PlayStation I, only, but is it on PlayStation 4 is the question. I That's believe it is. They, I believe it. they did say it's going to be on the playstation plus free game for both ps4 and ps5 boom so that way we can all play it together and try it and, out okay exactly. someone remind me to get like to update my ps4 <laughs> so I can do that, <laughs> yeah update it and make sure uh, it doesn't you know take blast off when trying to run some yeah stuff. you don't want it oh, no, you don't want fine. the jet engine in it to like shoot it out the wall or anything right mine's not loud it might be an og model but it's fine it's still kicking mine was getting kind of loud but yeah so out of the state of play majority of it was uh, so when they said it was going to be like more death loop focused with that like uh deep dive into the gameplay i thought that was going to take up like half the state of play but no they saved it till towards the end which i think was nice because other than that it was mainly like some new indie games updates on some stuff that was already announced uh like uh uh, that sifu game that's sort of like that looks cool too i'm i'm kind of digging that yeah it really cool they showed off how like i guess the mechanic's gonna be where like every time you get uh defeated your guy ages yeah Yeah. you age but even though you get older you like get more like wisdom and knowledge so you basically become a better fighter i think that's really interesting how it's like you think like aging would be like a setback, but no, it's really like when you lose, you actually get better. Well, I mean, if you look the at the part... old kung fu movies, it's always the guy with like the braided beard training the like younger guy because right. he's got like Mr. Miyagi, dude. Like that's the vibe I'm getting. Like you get Mr. Miyagi as you die, and it excites me, man. This game because it's basically the game going, hey, you know, you kind of suck at this game. You know, you're not too good. You died. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to make you stronger. The game actually gets easier, but it's tied into the gameplay loop in a way that doesn't make you feel like dog shit right. for being bad at the game. You're just like, no, I've wisened up. No, you're bad, but you it, they tied it. It's really smart. It's really smart. <laughs> now, the sad part is that at the safe play, they did update the release date. Originally, they were going to try and get out this year, but they delayed it till 2022. I now. did see I, that as well. Yeah, I... Th- 
I think it's still early 2022. I don't know if they said that, but they said it was you know, for this crunch. Is... They didn't want to have anybody crunching and they wanted to bring out the best game possible. And I think everybody is pretty much on the same page that that's totally okay, especially yeah. after I, Cyberpunk. I, I, I was going to say, that's like the one thing people can sort of like almost thank Cyberpunk for. They realize like, don't really try and push for games to come out as quickly as possible because chances are that it's not ready. And yeah. if you if you pressure like these developers or teams to like get a game out before people stop caring, then you're going to get something that's basically not finished. In a game like this, and I didn't even know it was a thing until this state of play. Apparently it was announced a while ago, but I didn't know it was a thing. But after seeing it at the state of play, I'm hyped. I don't care that it got delayed. I was like, oh shit, a Kung Fu game. And I get old as I die and I get more wide. I was like, this sounds awesome. Give me this. I know. And now here's something I feel like would be more with uh Tony's taste, my fellow anime enthusiasts. I don't know if you'll, how much you'll care, Nico. <laughs> is, uh, I'll just a, go take a, a leap real quick. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> is a Demon Slayer game, and it's going to be made by CC2, the same people who made the Ultimate, uh, Naruto Ultimate Ninja Store games. And it shows in, like, the gameplay and how, like, all that stuff. And it looks really good. Like, so I is will... it like a fighting game then? Yeah, it, it, like if you look up trailers and the gameplay, it plays. It looks like it plays exactly like uh, the Ultimate Ninja Storm games. And even like the story stuff seems like it plays out like in a similar style. Like, and but the open world seems like better, more lively, and stuff like that. Would you be able You're to compare it to like DBZ Kakarot? No, it's not going to be like an RPG s kind of thing like DBZ Kakarot was. It's basically just going to be simple uh you play as the characters you go in slay demons either in like a somewhat beat em up style or like some uh boss battle styles and then of course you have your like basic uh like 1v1 player versus player stuff and so like if you remember how the ultimate ninja storm games played then that's what you're basically gonna be getting with this which yeah, is good okay. which is fine because cc2 are gods at anime games they make everything look so good and that now for the big stuff that the I guess you could quote unquote three big stuff that came out of State of Play. Uh announcement for I don't know if you guys know of this game, a game called Judgment. That's it's, uh, it's like a Yakuza game. Yeah, it's like a Yakuza spin-off game yes. kinda. So that's getting a sequel called Lost Judgment, which I never played Judgment. I don't know how familiar too familiar you guys I have are not with it. it. Yeah, as essentially it's like you're playing as I think this detective for hire. I don't know anything about the story, but you're basically playing as this detective for hire while you're trying to solve a case. And you know it has like your quirky Yakuza mini games and stuff, and then like the beat 'em up style combat and everything. So it it looks good. It it's looks the same good. developers, right? Yeah, it should yeah, be yeah. the. I believe it's the same developers, uh, and it actually comes out uh, September twenty fourth. So not too long till that comes out, and it's gonna have a PS four and PS five version. And now the true two big ones. I said three big ones, but, you know, the sequel is like, you know, what's our... And now we got the two big ones. We got uh, more of a look on what Death Stranding's uh, director's cut that is going to be. That intrigues me, okay? Because I didn't play Death Stranding, so I'm kind of interested in picking up the director's cut. Yeah, I need the... Well, now I might hold off till the director's cut comes out and to hop back into Death Stranding. But they definitely showed off a lot of what's going to be added. A bunch more of, like transportation gadgets and stuff like ramps a robot that walks with you or can walk for you uh i do some sort of like i'll let you finish up but i do want to stop and talk about director's cuts for a minute here oh yeah i was gonna i was gonna kind of like bring it up as like it seems like director's cut is gonna be like 
a thing that Sony does now. But go ahead. Keep talking about the director's cut as strange, whatever it is. Yeah. So, <laughs> Death Stranding. From, so from so from what I can tell, director's cut is gonna be basically like Sony's new. Uh, so you know how like they would sort of like release like new versions of games that would say like greatest uh, yeah, yeah. hits like on the cover. Like, I've of got classic hits, stuff got like that. I've got God of War greatest hits. I got uh, Horizon greatest hits. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, and it's essentially like the it. Those were essentially just like the complete game. Like you got some of like the, like either more of or essentially all of like the little DLC stuff that they would have, which wasn't anything crazy, but it was basically like the full final product to sort of like really celebrate that game. There it looks like they're going a step further now with director's cuts to where like now it's not just improvements on essentially uh, classic PlayStation games. So far, it looks like they're mainly doing a. Uh, ps4 games but also like adding in a bunch a shit ton of like new content for these classic yeah. games to where like now is being asked like what other like classic playstation games would you like see get the director's cut treatment because now you're not just getting a maybe like slightly visually improved game but who knows like what other new content you'll get with it so the, there was a whole debate we had last week talking about the director's cut because that's when they announced the ghost of Tsushima. And to catch tony up to speed because i know he doesn't follow this as heavy as us basically the director's cuts are they're like ps5 version because like if you think about xbox with our xboxes it doesn't matter what game we buy it runs on any of the xboxes it runs on xbox one and it runs on the series well, the series x if you get it physically it runs on the series s and x if you get it digitally you know it just figures out which box you're on and then it makes it better on the playstation side they don't have that feature most of their upgrades are costing money like it cost me 20 bucks to upgrade spider-man to the ps5 version you know all that kind of shit so what they're doing is they're re-releasing these games with additional content with calling it the director's cut. So like the Ghost of Tsushima one has additional story content for the actual campaign and it's coming with an, a whole DLC expansion and more of the multiplayer stuff that it involved as well. But it adds a whole new expansion with a new island, you know, and all that shit. And they're charging $30 for that one. But the Death Stranding one is only $10. So there's been a lot of debate, you know, why are some more than others you know that's kind of the biggest thing in regards to the current director's cut thing and that's kind of what i want to talk about because like it, i for me it's kind of silly like I, it doesn't bug me any to pay the extra because i'm down to get the upgrade and the dlc content anyways but it is kind of ridiculous that they are charging different prices for some of this when things like xbox do that free upgrade no matter what hardware you're playing on i'm Go ahead, Toby. You go ahead. Yeah, no, you go, Toby. I'm trying to get my thoughts together. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, you, I don't see an issue with having to pay for it if they're going to keep adding things to the game. So, you said with, uh, I mean, I don't even know what Death Stranding really is, but you said that they added a, a few extra things to it, like the vehicles and whatnot. Right. So, that's not in the original game. Okay, yeah, so it's... that's fine. It's a $10 upgrade. Get over it. Like, they're adding things to your experience, so you should have to pay a little bit for it. Ghost mm -hmm. of Tsushima, they're adding a whole new expansion. Yes. Right. Exactly. I have, it. I have something more to your game. I, I get that. Okay, but there is this slight thing, okay? And here's where I'm getting at. Okay, so like I just said, I'm interested in the director's cut for Death Stranding, right? I don't have mm -hmm. Death Stranding. But I could go buy a PlayStation 4 copy of Death Stranding right now for probably like... 40 30, it's not full price okay i get it at a discounted price but that registers that i have the game on my playstation 5 and i only have to spend the ten dollars 
on my copy of the director's cup versus caleb who bought death stranding you know at the full price and then now has to spend the ten dollars and pay 70 versus me paying like you know 40 or whatever it may be well that's what we call depreciation all right yeah time has gone on so but, the game it's but the playstation 5 version value. but the playstation 5 version is still 70 dollars of the director's cut well i don't think any game should be 70 dollars, but actually hold on let me keep talking i'm checking something <laughs> i'm pretty sure at la i was pretty sure that it's 70 dollars. that's just the playstation way playstation since this generation has come out all the new games are 70 dollars, with the exception of like the smaller titles like spider-man miles morales i think was only like 50 on last gen and 60 on playstation 5 if i'm remembering correctly yeah, and i think that i've always thought that was silly but i mean whatever people are buying it so well at this point in time games are just getting more expensive to make it's just how it is like the but we were talking last week i think it was on the podcast that the budget for the last of us part two was a hundred million they gotta up that price on next gen hardware if they want to make their money back especially on a game like that where you don't have the continuous payments coming in through microtransactions like fortnite and things of that nature okay so here i'm gonna chime in now finally so the thing with Death Stranding Director's Cut is it's actually not seventy dollars. What's the price? It's only, it's only fifty. Just like just for the standard director's Death Stranding Director's Cut, and then you can get the digital deluxe edition for sixty. Interesting. And the digital deluxe edition for the PS4. Oh no, wait, that's basic Death Stranding. So never mind on that. But yeah, the basic director's cut is just uh 50 dollars that's on ps5 and then the deluxe edition is 60 dollars. so it's right now this is like the cheapest ps playstation exclusive to go to ps5 hmm. as far as i know <laughs> so that is interesting See, but again so i could still go buy the original death stranding here on amazon for 26 dollars, and then i could spend 10 and rather than spending the 50 i get the 36 dollar game you know what I'm saying? So there's so definitely you made, there's so you a, made an intelligent decision. I'm proud. I, of you. I hear you, but there's a flaw <laughs> in that system. There is a definite flaw in that system. Well, I'm not denying that, but it still doesn't change the depreciation fact. Like, yeah, Rico here may have bought that game early, so he had to pay sixty. That sucks. You waited. You didn't play it. Now they're upgrading it, and they're like, hey, we're going to make it $10. So you do the smart thing. You go online. You buy it. That's just playing the system. Yeah. There's loopholes in just about anything. Plus, you, plus you got to think, like, how often does, like, you know, a new game gets announced. You can't wait to play it. Once it finally comes out, how often do you actually, like, wait till the price goes down if it's a game you, like, really want to try out and play? Like, we all know, like, by now, like, as time goes by games are going to go down in value. Like, I know that risk. Every time I get into games, like, this is going to be cheaper at some point in time, but like I Cyberpunk want it now. Like Cyberpunk being $20 right now at GameStop? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but, it's like, but, like, at the time, like, I didn't care. It's like, yeah, the price is going to go down eventually, but I want to play this now. Like, I know eventually that, like, some sort of, like, version's going to come out. Like, here's the thing. Like, here's a good uh, comparison. So... A trend with, like, fighting games, basically, is, like, you know how with fighting games, like, the main DLC is, like, getting new fighters, and you yeah. get, like, your season passes and everything, and you get, like, five, six or five fighters every season, something yeah. like that. At at some point, eventually, that when they reach towards the end of that uh, fighting game's life cycle, they're going to essentially re-release it as almost, like, a complete edition to where, like, 
it's gonna be like the same like well, let's say the same sixty dollar price but now it's gonna have like all the dlc and all those extra fighters in it so this isn't something that's inherently new that just playstation I, that's is fair. doing that's fair this is something that's been a thing like at least most prominently with like within the fighting game community but I'm, I'm pretty sure if I dive into it, other games have probably done too. So this isn't necessarily like something completely new. Yeah, I, 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 that's fair. It's just something that I've seen a lot on social media, and I wanted to get everybody's kind of take on it because I, it, like I said, it doesn't bug me. I'll drop the whatever price that I need to to get the game, right? But right. It, it, I just see a lot of people complaining about it, especially because Xbox does that smart delivery where they just figure out, hey, you're playing on your Xbox One right now. Oh, you finally got your Series X. You have the same game. You have the same save, but it's now upgraded. It's just a lot of comparisons that I've seen online. But let's talk about Deathloop because that was the final thing in the state of play. And let's wrap this bitch up because we're going over an hour now. We're almost an hour and 10 minutes yep. in. Yep. So we got Deathloop and it fit like a straight nine minutes deep dive into the gameplay, which... Some people like were complaining, like, "Oh my god, we've already seen so much of Deathloop. Like, who cares at this point?" It's like, I honestly like the like when they do these like just straight like you know nine to ten minutes deep dives into the gameplay. Because sure, you got your gameplay trailers and stuff, but I like it where it's just like straight uninterrupted, like unedited gameplay of someone just like going through it. How really any player could go through a level on their own, really, and. You know, I initially, like, I was already going to get this game because I was interested. But after seeing the gameplay, it has been more hyped than ever. <laughs> yeah, Deathloop's one that I'm really looking forward to. And well, ever since they announced it, it was one that I was looking forward to. Back when they showed it off at the original, when they announced the PlayStation 5, I was like, I want this game. And it doesn't bug me. Like, I've seen a lot of Deathloop shit, okay? I've watched a lot on Deathloop because it's something that really interests me. And it's something that I watch more stuff on and I have more questions and answers. And it, it, it intrigues me, especially regarding the Microsoft uh, acquisition of Bethesda. It's really curious because this is the first game, you know, since that acquisition that's coming out exclusively on PlayStation, at least for the first year, because I did see that was announced as well. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, time, it's timed exclusivity runs out like September a, a year after it launches, next year. Yeah, yeah. Was that totally? so do you guys know, is it going to be a play like is it going to be on PS4? Uh, Deathloop uh, is not. Deathloop is exclusively a PS5. Okay. If I'm not I mistaken, I can double check. Like they, they showed it off so far back that I wasn't sure. And like yeah. I was intrigued by it, but I don't have a 5. Yeah. Uh, I, I have it right here. I think this kind of confirms it. it. All it says is arrives on PS5 September 14th. I, yeah, I'm fairly so certain it is yeah. PS5 exclusive. But that's only for a year. In a year, it'll be on Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, so, so I like, can wait. <laughs> I figured <laughs> that would be your response. I will say, like, it does look because it does have that uh, uh, dishonored like gameplay look to it, in which dishonored has always like been one of like most fun looking like so games to play, really. And yeah. I'm also very interested on how basically like that live die repeat uh, mechanic so works out because to me it almost sounds like it's like is this just like a big budget like kind of like roguelike because that could actually be really good and they've said <laughs> numerous times it's not a roguelike but it sounds so much like a roguelike yeah so it's going to be interesting to see is like how is this whole like live die repeat thing going to be is like is the only way to beat this game just to not die and perfect your runs or something well, i think or just it's, to you find have the a right path from what i gather there's also a time limit it's not just if you die if you don't do it within us by the end of the day the loop resets from what i gather 
So you have to kill all of these people within the X amount of time that they give you. I don't know what the time is in-game, you know, how it all plays out. But you have to do it within a certain time frame before the day ends. Otherwise, the loop will reset. Plus, there's the added bonus of that character, the other person that's out trying to kill you. That is also a super interesting variable. Yeah, because isn't that, isn't that like literally like an actual like in like actual like live person trying to kill it can you. be it could be it could be another person playing that character or it can be an npc it doesn't really matter and that's one thing that's like everything else in the loop pretty much resets everything goes back to where it was at the start of the day where that's the one variable that you never know where the hell that's gonna pop up so that's something that really really interests me yeah so like overall this game just seems like it just—it's very interesting with the concept it's going for, and some of these like mechanics of basically like you know you relive the same day every day, but like you said, you have like this one player which you don't know what they're gonna do or when they're gonna pop up. Totally. And then like I'm wa- wondering how like is there any like upgrades? How's that factor in? It, like if you die, do you lose anything you have upgraded? How does that all work out? <laughs> I hope I saw you making some motions. Do you have something to comment on that? No, I mean, I haven't really looked at this game too much since the first time it was showed at E3, just because the fact that I didn't plan on getting a next-gen console for a while. Um, So, I mean, I'm just kind of listening and taking it in myself. (laughs) It is like, I'm just letting you guys sort of do the talk. I I mean, the biggest thing I wanted to see out of it is if they announced that timed exclusivity because of the fact that it was the... Right after this was announced, Microsoft made the big dick energy move and they fucking bought Bethesda. So I was like, there's no way this game doesn't eventually make its way. And sure as shit, right at the end of the trailer, they showed off timed exclusive for one year. And I'm sure it'll be the same with Ghostwire Tokyo when that, whenever we see more on that game. But that is something that I was not surprised at. I saw a lot of, you know, the PlayStation bots on fucking Twitter talking shit. You know, well, we got Deathloop, Xbox doesn't. Guess that $7.5 billion you spent to buy them, you know, was well spent. And then it's like, oh, well, we get it in a fucking year on Game Pass and we don't have to spend anything on it. It's like, <laughs> joke's on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, look at our two Bethesda games, Xbox. How you like that? We bought Bethesda. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's coming regardless. Whether you like it or not, it'll eventually be on Xbox and it'll be just as good then as it is when it comes out. Or it'll be just as bad. We don't know how good this game's going to be i'm hoping it's going to be awesome because it's on pre-order yes i I mean i have high hopes for it that's for sure i also am very much looking forward to playing it that was one of that that was the first thing i pre-ordered as soon as i got the playstation i was like death loop needs to be on that list it's like death loop and give money yep (laughs) (laughs) but that's all we got i think that went pretty well for not actually knowing what the hell we were going to talk about yeah no i think it went fine we covered a few different topics and everything yeah, I, I think we did pretty great. Yeah, especially with, like, Toby's first time being on here. Oh, ah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my name's Toby. <laughs> but that is going to be it for this episode of the End of the Chat Gaming Podcast. Welcome. Well, thank you for joining the chat. I almost introduced the podcast again because I'm tired. <laughs> I'm sleep-deprived over here. But thank you for joining the chat with us. You can catch me over on Nico Gaming on YouTube and on my social medias, my Twitch and my TikTok and my Twitter, it's all Nico Gaming on Twitter. And I think TikTok, it's Nico underscore gaming. Check that out. The other guys don't care about social media. They don't have their own YouTube channel. So Rico always says, follow the damn channel at the end of these. So 
Toby, I'm sure that's the same for you. Follow the damn channel. It follow, is. enter the chat. You'll see more stuff from us. Like I said, we got the second extinction video coming. Rico's going to have a video. He posted something in the calendar. There's another video he's going to be doing later this week. I've got the yeah, basically, X review coming. Basically kind of like what we did here towards the end. I'm going to go over like the entire like uh, state of play. Just sort of like a recap of what was shown and talk cool, about cool. the game shown. <laughs> yep. So a lot of stuff coming. And then right now we're getting to a point where there's a lot of games coming out that we're going to be able to do collective, like like the second extinction video where we just kind of goof off and play the game together. There's going to be a lot more of that coming. Cause like right now off the top of my head, fall guys is coming out cross platform on everything. That's going to be a good one Ooh. to hop into. Yep. Uh, we were talking about what was the other one that melee hunters arena or whatever that was the battle Royale. Oh, oh yeah, definitely that. And then I was was gonna propose one if like you wanted me to say it now or like wait till we you wrap this up. Go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say like uh, we did this before like on your main channel, but like would you maybe want to do like dive into Smash just to check out Kazuya? I know it's not like not not like a character you really care for, so it's just like out there. As we can do idea. that as people. We can do that anytime you'd like. But yeah, we're scary, we got a lot scary, of games coming. A lot of a lot of that kind of gameplay stuff coming here soon and i'm sure there'll be other games like when new seasons of Fortnite drop that stuff's gonna happen but lots coming to the channel so make sure you are subscribed leave a comment this is something i keep forgetting to say leave a comment and we will read it off if it's a good comment we'll read it off in the next episode you know we'll talk about it so leave a comment but that's it that is all we got for you peace out everybody bye